This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Stacy Poehler. Welcome to episode number one of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing and interviewing Stacy Poehler, the executive producer and host of this new show, the Good Neighbor Podcast, Milton and more. Stacy, welcome to your show. How the heck are you doing? Good, good. Thanks for having me, Charlie. <laughs> Absolutely. And don't go anywhere because we're going to be, well, well, we're not even swapping seats. You're going to have this seat. Uh, but before we go there just yet, let me bring your listeners up to speed because I know you, you, you're very well known in the community and they're probably wondering who is this Charlie McDermott guy? And uh, <laughs> uh, so they know back at the beginning of that COVID thing, you remember that the uh, COVID outbreak, I created a podcast to help local businesses in Southwest Florida get their in so many ways, inspiring stories out to the local community during the lockdown. Now, we call it the Good Neighbor Podcast because local businesses are the foundation for a strong and vibrant community, providing jobs, important products, services, donating to and supporting so many local charities and overall enhancing the quality of life for local residents. They truly are good neighbors, but they don't always get the credit they deserve. So I thought the Good Neighbor Podcast would be a great platform to give local business owners a voice. Well, that proved to be so popular the Good Neighbor Podcast has expanded into many other communities all over the country. And now, yes, thanks to Stacy, the Milton, Georgia area has its very own Good Neighbor Podcast. How about that, Stacy? Congrats. So excited. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I have a few questions for you. Uh, and for starters, let's uh, fill everyone in on what you do. Fill us in on your business. Yeah. Um, so I own the Milton Media Group, which is a local media group that does print and digital marketing for businesses in the greater Atlanta area. Um, we have three specific communities that we serve through our print publications. Um, those are the Milton, City of Milton, the Crabapple area, which is a little bit of Milton, a little bit of Roswell, and a little bit of Alpharetta, and the Hickory Flat area, which is kind of where Milton ends and Cherokee begins um, in Canton and Woodstock there. So we publish these magazines that are delivered monthly um, right to the neighbors, and they contain lots of good family-oriented articles that our neighbors contribute. Um, and we give small businesses a chance to share their stories and connect with the neighbors. We've added on some digital marketing in the last few years, you know, to give some multiple touch points for our businesses in the community. And now adding on the Good Neighbor podcast, because there's just a lot of stories to be told and we want to be able to tell yeah. them. Yeah, it, love, love the stories. I know you're a fan of podcasts as am I, and it's just, uh, you know, they've become, I mean, they're everywhere. I, I listen to podcasts when I'm working out and when I go walk the dog and, uh, even, even when I, I brush my teeth at night, you know, it's just <laughs> like, Hey, what can I, can I get a, a couple minutes into the podcast? And, you know, it, back to the local businesses, they have such inspiring, wonderful, stories i mean every day as you well know 
every day for a business owner is, is you could almost write a book. I mean, the challenges right. that we all face that no one even knows about. So uh, that's what makes the Good Neighbor Podcast so fascinating. So speaking of business, owning your business, being an entrepreneur, um, tell us about your journey. How'd you get into this? Well, I think like a lot of other people, my career's had a lot of different twists and turns over the years. I started out actually wanting to go into communications and broadcasting. So here we are getting a little bit of taste <laughs> of that. I, um, I kind of thought I'd be like, you know, Barbara Walters or Joan London. And um, um, I quickly found that I was uncomfortable with myself on camera. So I went more into um, the writing side of communication. So in college, I majored in communications with a minor in marketing and a minor in psychology. Um, while I was in college, I kind of fell in love with the whole idea of a college campus and decided I didn't want to leave. Um, had some really great mentors on campus and um, the different, you know, student services department. And I kind of asked them, you know, how do I get to grow up and be like you? Uh -huh. um, and they told me that, you know, to kind of stay at a college, you had to go and get another degree. So I went and got a master's degree in college student counseling. I spent several years working on college campuses um, and, you know, having that direct content contact with students. I ended my career as a dean of students um, at a college. And when you're a dean of students, you're really on call all the time. You middle of the night, you had, I mean, back in the day we had pagers, you know, yeah. <laughs> when cell phones weren't that big of a deal yet. Um, you know, and I realized, um, you know, my husband and I had started to figure out things that, you know, and having our own family, um, I wasn't going to be able to take care of, you know, thousands of kids yeah. on a college campus and take care of my own kids. So um, I ended up going back to kind of my roots in marketing and communications and got a job at the consulting firm that did branding for marketing and branding and marketing for colleges and universities. So um, we worked with colleges and universities all across the country to help them build their brands, to recruit students, to, um, to um, recruit donors. We mm -hmm. had print publications that we did um, back then. And we also started doing digital marketing um, and that was a great career and good for when it was good. And um, eventually I kind of, you know, needed to take a little bit of a break. Um, and I found this opportunity through a friend. I started writing for the Milton Magazine. The Milton Magazine's been around since 2015. Um, and I started writing for it. And eventually um, the publisher was moving to Florida and they asked me to take it over. And I took over that publication and, um, added in the digital marketing, you know, a couple of years after I'd been doing it and then added the Crabapple publication and the Hickory Flat publication. And now added in this podcast, wow. <laughs> Good your podcast, Milton and more. So we're just growing, uh, you know, every year. It's great. Wow. Wow. What an experience. And, and holy cow, I, I'm sure then you probably hear a lot of myths and misconceptions when it comes to marketing and branding. And, and just to educate your listeners a little bit here, what if you were to pick maybe that one that you hear all the time uh, that you could expose or, or bring some truth to, what, what comes to mind, Stacey? I think the biggest problem is that people rely on word of mouth to build their businesses. Uh -huh. And 
word of mouth is great. It's always going to be the number one driver for a small business. Um, and it's what's going to make them eventually maybe a bigger one. But unfortunately, when the only marketing you're doing is through other people talking about you, you're not controlling the narrative. Um, and you're really putting your entire business in the hands of people and you're not sure what they're going to say. Um, and, you know, in the world of online reviews and ratings and all of that kind yeah. of stuff, it's really important for a business owner to be able to, you know, provide their own story and get their own messaging out there. Um, you know, and it's, it's marketing is the way that you can really grow and shape a business and make it into something bigger. Um, in so many, I mean, I probably now had thousands of conversations with small business owners over the last four or five years. And, um, you know, what they always talk about is, you know, making something bigger and better for their family, this idea of, you know, creating generational wealth. And to be able to do something like this, you have to create a lasting brand and you have to market yourself and get yourself out across multiple mediums. And, you know, and what I always laugh about is, you know, sometimes they'll say, well, my business is big enough and I don't need any more customers and I don't want to be a billionaire, you know, and this is what you want to do. But, you know, a lot of these people have two, three, four children, you know, so it's great. It's providing for your one family, but what if you can create something that's lasting that can provide for their four families eventually, you know, um, and it's going to take some marketing and some know-how to be able to do that. And, um, you know, fortunately, you know, being able to be someone who lives right here in the community, be a hands-on partner, um, I really have an insight into how they can do that and how they can create something that's bigger and better than they ever imagined. Yeah. Wow. That's a great one. And it brings back memories of my uh, days in the health club business. And I remember, and I was 20 something at the time going to a, uh, a conference and hearing that on average, uh, your members bring in 1.5 new members via what, whether you want to call it word of mouth or referrals, it's one and the same. Mm -hmm. And it, it really gave me a, a whole different perspective on the importance of advertising because yeah, you know, you, you could have that slow growth and, and hopefully, you know, changes in the economy and things like that don't, you know, change that. Mm -hmm. Or you could, uh, I mean, our, our stats, 50% of our new members came from referrals, word of mouth. But if we didn't do the marketing to get the other 50%, we would have been out of business, right? right? And uh, so, uh, you know, it's almost like uh, if you're not getting word of mouth, um, it's not an advertising issue. It's a service issue, right? You better be getting word of mouth. Right. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Boy, we, we could talk a long time on that, but <laughs> we're going to move on. Uh, let's get out of the uh, the work side of the equation and talk about fun. What are you doing for fun? fun. Oh. I don't know. I think sometimes the thing we things we do for fun stop being fun, but no. Um, <laughs> so I, you know, I have a family of my own. I have um, my husband. I have three children. They're 12, 13, and 15. So we're sort of in the thick of it with school and sports and all that good stuff. So a lot of my fun is going to watch them do the things that they love. Mm -hmm. So I have two who are competitive tennis players who spend a lot of time um, at tournaments and we, you know, are traveling all over the Southeast um, for them to compete. 
Um, and then my middle daughter's a little bit different. She is a musician. She is, um, you know, plays several different instruments and um, is very accomplished at the cello and is in several different orchestras. And, wow. um, you know, we're kind of going, I, I will be 100% honest. I never thought classical music would be something that I enjoy, but it's amazing when you see your children doing something, how that all of a sudden becomes your, your passion too. So um, watching her perform and, and she also um, plays golf too. So um, they're all very active. We got lots of things going on over here at the Fuller House. I also have three dogs that we rescued. I say, uh, you know, things in my life happen in threes. We have three kids, three dogs, and three magazines and communities that I'm working with. So um, myself, I love playing tennis um, when I have time to be able to do that. Um, I go to the gym every day. Um, I have three sisters and, you know, keeping up with them and their kids and all that good stuff um, that comes with kind of, you know, having an extended family. So, um, yeah. you know, it's, I mean, family, I guess family is my fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Boy, and it sounds like you get a lot of it. So <laughs> very, very cool. Oh my goodness. Uh, how about when it comes to hardship, life challenge, what comes to mind, Stacey, a period of time you were challenged, you got through it. Now, looking back, you can say, because of that, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Yeah. Um, you know, I've had a lot of different challenges in my life. I think the ones that, you know, probably had the biggest impact on my career. Um, the first one was when I was back working at the consulting college, consulting company with colleges and universities. And I had, had my three girls. I had, we had them in three and a half years. Um, and when the little one was six months old, the middle one was two and the oldest was four, I got diagnosed with cancer. Oh. And so I, you know, I, I was lucky I had a good prognosis, but I was still kind of knocked down and out with chemo for about 10 months and had to take a leave of absence from my job. And, you know, during that time, what I started to realize was that, you know, my family was the most important thing to me. And while I loved having a career and, 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 and contributing, um, you know, it was kind of taking a back seat. And so when I, uh, you know, eventually went back to work, my heart wasn't really in it. Um, and I, you know, ended up getting laid off and we were lucky I was able to kind of take a break and do, um, you know, some side consulting and, and be home with my girls for, um, you know, quite, a, you know, quite a long time. And, um, you know, and I had a passion to go back to work, but the problem was like, I only wanted to work for myself. I, I didn't want to go back into a situation where somebody else was in control of my time. Um, you know, there would be times where we would be, you know, jumping on a conference call with a college on the West Coast and I'd be home trying to make dinner, and, you know, those types right. of things. And I realized that, you know, the most important thing to me was, you know, having time freedom. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and the second hardship was I, I lost my mother in 2018 and, and she, you know, died suddenly. She's one of those stories where someone's just doing something and dropped dead of a heart attack immediately. And uh -huh. my mom had always wanted me to be able to find a career that I could go back to. You know, she would always say, you're spending all this time doing all this volunteer stuff and you're trying to fill your days, but, you know, don't you want to get back to writing? Don't you want to get back to, you know, consulting and marketing? And I'd always be like, mom, I can't do it. I don't know how I'm going to mm. find something that's flexible and can fit in my life. Um, 
And so it was just a few months after she had passed away that um, my friend had approached me about writing, starting to be the content coordinator for yeah. our Milton neighbor. Um, and I think if it was, you know, maybe, you know, six months before I may have said no and not really thought I had the time for it, but um, I just knew that that's what she wanted for me. Like she wanted me to have a job and a career that I could balance with my family and be able to have those, you know, confidence and self-worth and um, set a good example for my own daughters and show them that you can balance things. And so that was sort of how I kind of got back into um, the workforce and now being able to kind of own my own business and, um, set my own schedule and all those things that I had thought for, you know, weren't going to be available to me and I wasn't going to be able to do, you know, now uh, really is a dream come true. Wow. Wow. You know, it's, it's fascinating when seeds get planted and, and oftentimes from family, friends, or even people we don't necessarily want to hear the message from. And then down the road, things open up and I got to believe, uh, that your mom had a lot to do with that message getting through to you six months later. Yeah. Oh no, I definitely think that too. Wow. Well, thanks for sharing. Jeez. How about one thing you wish your listeners knew about you and your company? What would that be? Really that, you know, we're a partner and we're here for you. Um, like local boots on the ground, like as business owners, and I'm sure Charlie, you get these calls all the time. I get them all the time. And, you know, people wanting to, you know, get my ranking higher on Google and they want to, you know, redesign my website and help me with my social media. Um, and the real issue is none of these people are right here in Milton or Alpharetta or Hickory Flat, you know, they're, they're somewhere else. They don't know what the people here um, are looking for in a small business partner and they don't understand, um, you know, the messaging that would resonate with those people. So I think that, you know, we think of media companies, you know, and, and these big conglomerates and this one size fits all packages they sell. And that's not what we do at all. Everything we do is so customized and everything we do is, you know, made for that business and that community that they want to reach. So, um, you know, just really being there and being a, a, a true partner and being able to design something um, that's going to help them build their brand and, 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 and reputation in the community. Um, that, you know, that's what we do. Awesome. And now you have another way to help them build their brand via your Good Neighbor podcast show. So those business owners listening, the residents listening, anyone who wants to nominate a business, uh, or for that matter, get in touch with you, Stacy, and learn more about what you're doing. What's the best way for them to uh, reach out and learn more? Sure. Well, I think the best way to reach out right now is to go to the um, website we have set up. It's gnpmilton.com. That will allow you to um, send an email to us, give us a call, um, or you know, nominate someone, book an or book an appointment yourself for a podcast. So. Um, encourage you to do that and um, looking forward to connecting with more folks and, and getting more stories told. Right. Love it. I can't wait. I can't wait to listen and uh, <laughs> back away from the microphone. I Stacy, wish you the absolute best uh, here. You're going to just rock it. 
And uh, you got to promise me to bring you back, I don't know, around episode 500 or so, okay? <laughs> okay. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> All right. I will see you then. Yeah. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Milton and More. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpmilton.com. That's gnpmilton.com. Or call 470 664 4930.